to the Skin in the City podcast. The city may not be for everyone, but skin is. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kerfis, and we're here to have some fun. After 15 years in the beauty industry, I know a few things about skin. Join me and my friends to learn all about skincare, being an esthetician, and what it takes to be in this industry. These hoes ain't loyal? No, they are loyal. I said y'all loyal. Thanks for being loyal hoes. Oh my gosh. Mm, these hoes ain't loyal. We're I think just, that's just our new thing. We're just always starting with the song. I love a song, always. I love that song, by the way, even though like Chris Brown is not a great person. I love his music. I mean, but, you know. I'm not here to judge what Chris <laughs> is up to in his life. He's. I'm sure he's been through plenty, but... <laughs> yeah, we're just not I'm here for the that. music. I'm I don't need to the, know about your personal life. I don't know what happened to him back in the day. I mean, he was, like, 16 when he came out. I remember, like, dancing to his stuff in, like, middle school. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, I was in high school, but you were in middle school. That's correct. Yeah, because you guys were probably, like, the same age. Ooh, these hoes ain't loyal. But if you're a Karen and you're acting like a Karen, and I'm just saying this, if you're acting like a Karen in emails and then (laughs) tell us you're excited to see us. Like, why? What? I love you guys. There's really not that many Karens. No, they're there's very like, few and far between. I feel like there's less now than ever before, honestly. Really? Yeah. You deal with emails more than I do when it comes to customer service. Yeah, and I'm even less now than I used to because we have right. Travis who's doing it. Yeah. He weeds everyone out. Right. The really aggressive ones he'll sometimes forward to me. But, like, don't be a Karen and then be like, see you in Vegas. Like, girl. We're going to remember you. I'm going to remember you that you're being annoying. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying it. Because you guys are our friends, so I'm telling you. Yeah, don't be annoying. We uh, love look, you. we're always here to help you, and we know there's like been stuff going on, like with the website. Like, dear lord, we Trust know, sister, we know. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you for your patience. If you're having issues with the membership, the subscription, the website, the products, just let us know. We are here to help you as much as we possibly can. Yeah, but like you also have to maybe click a couple of buttons. Just click a few buttons. <laughs> click around. Be nosy. <laughs> Yeah. I kind of wanted just to get right into today. Of Welcome to Skin in the City. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kerfis. <laughs> you have to do it with a... Why not? Okay, so <laughs> the other day I was talking on wow. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I was talking. Mm-hmm. Shocking. No, barely. I, I was talking with my friend Emily. She's the glowfessional.ny on Instagram. She's in New York City. We've never met, but we DM all the time. We're, like, chatting about, I don't know, just clients. Like, mm-hmm. we're just having a, like, you know, a like moment. SD life one-on-one. I think, let me read what she wrote, because she was, like, cracking me up. She DM'd me, because I, we ta- I was talking about, like, ordering the white towels and mm-hmm. also ordering some gray towels. Yeah. So we offer the glow towels in white and gray. Mm-hmm. I like a classic esthetician white towel. Yeah. But I know there's a lot of us that are using products that like stain. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> that's why we made the gray and just yes. to give some diversity. So I was saying, you know, I like to use like 60% white and 40% gray mm-hmm. in my treatment room. Yeah. But like you can get, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, order both, only order gray, only order white. But I'm just letting you know there's like options. I personally like 60 40. Okay. Good to know. A little bit more white. Yeah. And so I was talking about that on Instagram the other day. And then Emily wrote, these full face hoes ruined my white ones. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I'm dying. I was like, you know, those clients that come in with like 4 million layers of like thick ass, like makeup foundation foundation. And then, you know, and she's like, oh, and then she was saying like full beat in hot weather before a facial. Uh, talking about can I leave their eyeliner on and I'm like these no fucking bitches and like I feel like this is a safe place first off I adore all of my clients okay I am not typically the type to like talk negative I think that's why if you guys listen to me or follow me you know like I'm not that like negative bitch right I think there's a lot of negative people on Instagram and in the esthetician world but I hope that you can come to skin in the city and you can come to glow skincare and know that this is always going to be like a positive Mm -hmm. hopefully uplifting Mm -hmm. sometimes silly definitely Definitely silly real space yeah so this conversation (laughs) of course prompted me to ask the question on instagram the other day and i was just asking you guys like what's like your biggest pet peeve Mm -hmm. when it comes to clients and not to talk shit i mean let's like have a little gossip moment of course (laughs) right we gotta vent to somebody okay and like i'm gonna go home and vent to brandon or i'm gonna vent to Haley, like about karen you know on (laughs) the internet let it out but i wanted to do this podcast today to bring you some simple solutions because i feel like a lot of these things that you guys are complaining Mm. about you do have some control over yeah sometimes you don't have control over other people but you also have control over like how you act in that situation again coming from experience Mm -hmm. because i've made a lot of bad decisions in my personal and professional life over the years and but I've also made some good ones and I've learned along the way right so share your learns let me share my learns okay first (laughs) off I think I just want to go through like some of these questions yeah not all of them the good ones so I want to go through and read what some of you guys said Mm -hmm. and then I want to give you some hopefully simple solutions because I was already giving people solutions like in my dms in my comments and people are like oh my god like I didn't think about that and that's again not because I'm better than you it's just because I've been doing this for 15 years so Mm -hmm. like how many how many facials like how many clients have I seen? I like, have like eight hundred and sixty-seven billion. Yeah, or exactly. That's Maybe the exact number more. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really fast at math. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna just start going through these comments here. Haley, do we like this idea? I like it. Yeah, because I don't know. I didn't read all the comments. Okay, so. so I was telling Emily, I'm like sometimes there's those clients who are literally just unhelpable. I don't know mm. if that's a word, but it is now. Yeah. You feel me? I do. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of one in particular, actually. Okay. Do you want to start? With what to do about them? Oh, yeah. Or No, I'm thinking of an unhelpable client you've had. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of them. I There's know. a lot of them. I and I think that's the challenge when it comes to being an esthetician. When we get into this industry or when we're starting in this industry, we're like, oh, we're just going to help people and mm-hmm. it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But then what you don't realize is... People are still people. People are difficult. People have their own agendas. Mm -hmm. People are opinionated. People are pushy. People are... Every single thing. They're living their life. Maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe they can't afford it. Maybe they're just not going to fucking listen. Right. Okay. So are we talking about what to do with the unhelpable? So I'm just going to read some of these, and then I'm also going to give you some things. Like, some are just funny, and then some, like, I want to give you some options of, like, what you could do in these scenarios. Little tip. Yeah. 
Do we like this? Love this. Okay. Let's keep it going. Okay. So first is when a client is already 20 minutes late and you catch them eating outside in their car. Oh, wait. No, I did read that I'm one. I'm like, dead. That's like, so funny. I would be like, get out of here. Right? I don't like that. That's rude. Well, you know. No. Not well, you know. But, don't be rude. I know. Don't but, eat, eat your cheeseburger after. It's not about being rude. It's just like we're all in our own world, you that's know? So and true. I, I guess at the end of the day, it is, it's inconsiderate. But you have to realize, like, people are going to do what they're going to do. So that's, that's your responsibility, which we're going to get into, mm-hmm. of setting boundaries. Major okay? boundary right there. So one says when they come in chewing gum and don't want to get rid of it themselves. That doesn't bother me that much. Maybe I'm gross. I had so many clients <laughs> over the years. They're like, oh, my God. Like, I still have gum in my mouth. And I literally put a tissue out. Like, give me your gum. They're like, is that okay? And I'm like, I don't care. Like, put your gum in the tissue and I will throw it away like, for you. Like, in all honesty, you're about to, like, squeeze everything everything out of their face so what's the difference if they spit something into your hand I mean, you're probably again, wearing a glove, it's, that's personal preference yeah. and if you don't want to just next time say hey make sure you spit your gum out before you lay down because i don't want to pull it out of your mouth i think we all get like wrapped up in our feels about a lot of this stuff too. yeah yeah oh someone said but will they read them here like the clients reading the comments on my post oh probably i don't know when they ask what products i can get at walmart mm. you know what i tell them what toothpaste that you're going to use for your teeth, not your face. Like, you I just go. always say, like, you could buy underwear there. You could buy deodorant there. Shampoo. But mm-hmm. nothing for your face, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. There might be a few things, but, like... Mm. Probably not. That's what I'm here for. Let me help you. When a client waits until the very last minute to confirm their appointment, this, I uh, I, I don't think you should mm-hmm. be, like... Yeah. It's not your... Mm. Stop. Why are you, like, what are you, sitting, staring at the computer till they confirm? Like, that's on them. You can't be, like, anticipating that. And mm-hmm. I feel like... I used to do that's like, well, if they didn't confirm, I don't know if they're coming. And all you're doing is like overwhelming yourself. Right. So I guess something you can adjust that is make your confirmation policy different so that it soothes your anxiety. Like if you need a 48 hour window, you can implement that. Yes, exactly. So find a workaround so you're not panicked every single day. Right. Do what is best for you. I would say a lot of you that are messaging me are working for yourself, working solo. If you're not, then you need to talk to your boss. But this is why we get into this industry is because we do have that flexibility, Mm -hmm. but you have to allow yourself that flexibility, but also setting boundaries. Yes. And yes. Yes and yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So this, this is a really good one. She says, this isn't a conversation, but I have a client that is a regular and is faithful. However, she never tips. What do I do Mm -hmm. about a non-tipper? You want to know what I told her? Yeah, I do. I said, raise your prices. A tip is a tip, not a requirement. Sell more retail. There you go. We used to have someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. We used to have someone that rented from me for a long time here mm-hmm. at Glow. Mm-hmm. And she would come in and she would, she made a shit ton of money first so off. So much money. She made a shit ton of money. She was a waxer. Mm-hmm. She was like busting out. She was busting <laughs> balls, literally. literally. Ha, ha. She was man-zillions. like the man, manzillion Brazilian queen. Like she was so good. She was busting them out. And, but she would bitch about, she would like keep track of like how yes. these people were tipping. Yeah. Which I understand like, oh, Sally's coming in. She normally tips me 20 bucks and Miranda comes in and she tips me 50. Like you kind of know in yeah. your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not like, you shouldn't be keeping track of that. And if a tip is a tip at the end of the day. Yeah, it's gratuity. It's extra. It's extra. So if you feel like you're not getting paid enough, then you need to raise your prices. Mm-hmm. You know, 
like tips are just like a pr- they're always appreciated. They're never they should never be expected. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like that's just like bonus. I do have to say, on the other hand, I remember when I was really busy as an esthetician and I was zoning, I own Glow Skincare, still do. Eh. But (laughs) people be like, oh, well, you're the owner. Like, I'm not going to tip you. And I'm like, because you don't have bills. I don't know where this thing came up. And I'd be like, oh, I mean, I never said this, but in my head, I'm like, well, that's interesting because I'm pretty sure I'm the one paying for all of this shit. Yeah. I probably need the money more than anybody else. Right. You know, I'm like, I have to keep, you know, I have to pay the lease and the, you know, all the girls and utilities and sometimes myself, but that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So on that end, I don't like, like, why is that out there in the world? There's like this weird stigma that like business owners, like any, anyone who's like a business owner is just like loaded. Like they're just like flush. Yeah. Not loaded guys. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just like a weird perception. It is a perception thing. Yeah. Or it's just like, if you own a business, you must have money. But let me tell you from experience, I have not, I've been broke as shit for a really long time. True. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yay. Grateful for that. Yeah. But But I'm not like a millionaire. No. Yet. Yet. Wink, wink. Right? It's coming. (laughs) But anyhow, it's okay to keep track of the tips for, like, financial reasons. But if you're, like, keeping tabs on people, that's not right. Mm -hmm. And again, if you are unhappy with the amount you're getting paid and you're working for yourself, raise your prices. Yeah. That's what I did because there were were those people that are like, oh, you're the business owner, so I'm not going to tip you. Like, well, great. It's $400 for a facial then. Thank you. Bye. We take cash, credit, or... Yeah, and someone else commented here, make sure your prices reflect a tip so you don't have to worry about it. There you go. Build it in. Ding, ding. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have a winner. Here, lying about home care and picking as if I don't Mm. know what skin picked and what hasn't been washed looks like. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean I remember like yeah, I don't know how this got here as they have like a fucking gouge on the side of their face. I'm like, girl, you had a tiny little black hat and now half of your face is like scabbed and bleeding. And not only do I know that you picked, but I'm actually going to send you home because I can't even treat your open wound on your face. I think people feel guilty, right? They feel bad. I know they do. Yeah. So that's why they're being like, I don't know how it got there. It just showed up. They're embarrassed. They're embarrassed. So I think, again, if you can flip the switch instead of going on Karen picking at her goddamn face again, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's lying to me. And now I can't even treat her skin because she's got this huge mound on her face. (laughs) I think if you can be empathetic and go, oh, like. Poor poor Karen. Yeah. Oh, that looks like it hurts. Okay, next time when that happens, like, please leave it alone because then I'll be able to treat it better or, like, send me a quick email and I can walk you through what to do, you know? Yeah. I think if you can be empathetic, but also, like, it's, like, empathetic but, like, firm with your boundaries. Mm. And that's, like, a that's like a talent. That's a skill. It, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And that's, like, another thing, just to go off on another side tangent, if someone comes in with, like, an open wound or wounds, like, picking all over their face yeah if they have a cold sore if they have an allergic reaction if they're having any type of any type of reaction or open wound on their face please ask them to get up off of your table okay i feel like there's a lot of estheticians that were like afraid to disappoint people Mm. and believe me i get it as like my that's like my achilles heel yeah disappointing people yeah 
So I, I'm, I feel you, but there has definitely been a few times in my career where I've literally had to like stand up and go, I'm so sorry, but like, I cannot treat you today. Mm -hmm. And this is to benefit you long-term. Yes. And someone might still get mad because people would always feel, or I, I just, no one like yelled at me, but I could see, like, I think you're kind of calling him out. So it can yeah. be embarrassing for the client. Right, right. But I think for the safety of your career as an esthetician, for the safety of your own hands and face, if they have some kind of something. Infection. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And I don't want to know. I know. And at the end of the day, for the safety of your client, mm -hmm. you ask them to come back when everything is healed. Right. right? There's been so many times where it, it's funny because when we were talking with Olga last week. Uh -huh. You know, she was saying how powerful we are as estheticians, and she isn't exact wasn't exactly be able to like diagnose her clients, but she could yeah. tell something was off. Sure, if you see that something is off, speak up, speak up, and that doesn't mean like you have to fix it. It's hard to know again until you're in that treatment room and you go, oh, that's a pimple, and that's like a rash. You know, yeah. But if there's people a don't know. Most people do not know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm hey, the still perfect example know. of this. Casey's like, what's on your face? I'm like, I don't know. Is there something there? It's <laughs> like you're the first line of defense for these people. You have right. to advocate for but them. But that doesn't mean if they have hives all your all, all over the, your, their face and they come to you because they think we're doctors for whatever weird mm, reason. True that's your responsibility to go hey you let me refer you to a dermatologist or you need to go see your dermatologist right. and get this cleared up mm -hmm. before i can treat your skin yeah because i'm i'm an esthetician not a magician or a doctor right no thank you for thinking that i am yeah we'll take the compliment <laughs> but you need to go see a medical professional yeah so again i think being empathetic towards people is always number one mm -hmm. but also being firm with your boundaries and if you're getting a bad feeling like uh oh there's something wrong and i don't think i can treat it then you need to tell them instead of like suffering through yeah. which could actually hurt you and your client more at the end of the day and i'm sure there's times where you begin the treatment you're like you've already started the facial and then you realize there's something is wrong you can still pull out at any moment absolutely i mean you're I've not had people, too far in no you're never too far in yeah. you can stop at any point and that's where you kind of have to take the power back and know that you are in control when you're in that treatment room. Mm -hmm. do not let those other people walk all over you yeah for me that's just kind of my personality mm -hmm. but i know for a lot of us it can be really difficult yeah they have to practice that you have to practice yeah. yeah because if not people will stomp all over you and we don't want that right and, no. they, and it's not like half the time that people don't even your clients don't even mean to stomp all over you it just happens it does yeah and once it happens once it's gonna happen mm -hmm. again mm -hmm. so <laughs> okay let's move on okay clients who leave their eyes open during a brow work <laughs> wax or during a facial like literally like watching you yes. like looking at you you're making yes. eye contact you're like please close, close your, eyes. your eyes i remember like sometimes like they'd just be like staring my first go-to is always like you can relax let me know if you have any questions along the way like i always like present my facial like when i go into the treatment room right. so i feel like that gives them like a little like wink wink you can like close your eyes like it's okay yeah i think sometimes it's nerves so i yes. always ask people like let me know if like you have questions or you want me to walk you through the whole facial and what uh -huh. i'm doing other people i think it's like sometimes it'd be like teenagers or like kids so they they're just know. like they're kid yeah <laughs> 
but That's sometimes so it's like I remember back in the day. It's like, okay, can you close your eyes? I'm going to put these goggles on. Yes. Okay, yeah. so you can put goggles on if they're freaking driving you nuts. You could also <laughs> get like, you know, put like a cooling toner or some water on some cotton mm. rounds. And be like, okay, can you close your eyes? I'm going to put these cotton rounds on and just work around the cotton rounds so you're not like, what the fuck? Yeah, that so way you're not, you're, they're not literally watching you do the facial. Like, I don't need you to watch this. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Okay, when they want improvement but won't follow your home care recommendations, uh, they're fired. Fired. So I, I think we talked about this for a second in another episode. We did, yeah. I give them, like, you give them two to three chances. Yes. You know? Yes. But the, after that, you go, if you're not going to at least take some of my recommendations <laughs> moving forward with your skin, but you're going to come in and complain about you're not getting results. I mean, I wouldn't say it like that, but I'm saying it like that to you guys. Yeah. I unfortunately won't be able to treat you anymore yeah end of story simple then you're not wasting their time you're not wasting theirs and that leaves space for a client who is willing to put mm-hmm. in the work and yeah. willing to listen yeah that's t- it's that's just how it goes and again like you have to make these decisions like not out of fear no you can't be afraid and yes you might hurt their feelings or whatever but you have to also be protecting yourself and doing what's good for you. Yeah. But I know it's hard. And that's, we know, we know it's, it's so, it's so hard. And again, I feel like there's so many of us estheticians that like, we're just so afraid that like, if we have a slow day or if we lose one client or Mm -hmm. if we raise our prices and everybody's going to leave. But like, I just want to change the narrative. There's so many freaking people with so much money (laughs) or not a lot of money. But they want their self-care. They want their facials. They want their waxing. Now more than ever. Now, you guys, more than ever. Yeah. I predicted this, I don't know how many months ago, that, like, the self-care train is, like, it's been full steam ahead. But I feel like after the pandemic, even more do we want, like, human interaction. Do we want to take care of ourselves more? We, like, that self-care is like highlighted like on it's another everywhere. on yeah. another level. I mean, even for myself personally, like I feel like I've literally changed my entire lifestyle mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm taking care of myself first mm-hmm. so that I can do everything and not like have a full meltdown panic attack and like be mentally ill. Good idea. I like that a lot. <laughs> Please don't be mentally ill. Haley doesn't yourself. want me to be mentally ill anymore, so yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. She's doing good, you guys. <laughs> I've been pretty good. Yeah, a few small meltdowns this week, but you know that's okay. We're getting through it. Yeah, that means you know what that means. What does it is mean? there's more people out there doing self care, so that means your perfect clientele is out there. Mm-hmm. The first, cr- okay. This is how you have to think of your clients. Okay, you have to think of this job. Just like you would think of, like, dating. Yes. I was hoping you were going to okay. say that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, just because the first girl that walks in and you're like, I'm going to marry this girl. You, you, uh, you Hold might, on, honey. There's some of you out there listening that might have found your soulmates when you were 16. And, like, that is so cool. But you are rare. But you, you are, are rare. Blessed. But let me tell you <laughs> that I dated half of L.A. to she find did. Brandon. It was a moment. And thank God I found him. Thank but God. it's the same thing with your clients. The first girl or guy that's going to walk through the door might be the one. 
Yeah. But they might not. And also, just like dating, sometimes you have to go on a couple dates. Yes. Right? Like, you might have to do, like, three or four date facial, And you might have to break up with them. And you might have to break up. Because it's better for you in the long run. Yeah. I love this. I know. I'm obsessed. We love a dating analogy. (laughs) I feel like dad with the freaking analogies. I know. Well, it's just how our brains are wired. Is that what it is? I hope you guys, like, I think they like it. Let us know if you you love our analogies. Huh? I said, let us know if you love our analogies. I think they do. Okay. Okay. So, let's see. We'll do a couple more. I feel like we're going to have to do, like, a part two to this. Yeah. I like this. Okay. We'll see how it goes. But, I mean, dear Lord, you guys sent me so many messages. That's good. Okay. Let's see. When they have unrealistic expectations, Mm. they see my before and after, but they don't see the effort those clients put. I work with my clients until they get the results they are looking for. New clients think there's a magical cream. I use on everyone. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. And I think that, again, that's like our responsibility to explain this to our clients. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, this analogy that people use all the time. Like, if you go to see a personal trainer once, you're mm-hmm. not going to have a six pack. Yeah. You have to work out every single day, stop eating McDonald's, eat your vegetables, and work your freaking butt off day in and day out to get to that. And right. once you get there, then you have to maintain mm-hmm. it. So if it's a never-ending process, yeah. skincare. Yeah, it's and not that like you stop doing your skincare once your skin looks good. Well, no. And again, you know, this should be a whole podcast. There's so many factors. People There's think, so- well, what should I use if I have a breakout? Well, it's like, well, what kind of breakout is it? What kind of skin type do you have? What's your lifestyle? Are you sleeping? Are you eating? Are you abusing yourself? Like last time you had a glass of water. <laughs> right. Like, there's so many factors. So I think the more that we can educate our clients, the better but also don't coddle them. So, like, going back to Haley, yeah. you might have to go on a few dates. Mm-hmm. If they're still not listening to you after, like, date three, yeah. then you need to reevaluate. And you can set this tone from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Go, this is the type of esthetician that I am. This is what I expect from you. I'm going to do everything I can to get you what you want, mm-hmm. but you need to put in the work, too. Yeah, it's a two-way road. Yeah, and I think if you set the tone when you meet your client... That will set you up for success. And they'll know you mean business. Yeah. And if they are not interested, they won't rebook or they'll go somewhere else. Yeah, just like a date. You don't always get a call back and that's okay too. A call back. Right. Well, they auditioning. (laughs) Yes. It kind of is. I can make another analogy about auditioning. Right. But we're not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, another one, like, clients who think they know better, oh, my God, or mm. or their friend who sells a Rodan and Fields knows better. Oh, good. I love yeah, that. The yeah. pyramid scheme is great. I love great. a pyramid moment. I know. Or they can get the same products for less, like CeraVe or Neutrogena. I say, then That's do not the it. same product, ma'am. I know, I know. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, ma'am, it's not the same product. Neutrogena is not the same as cosmetics. Or let's see, what after they've fallen in love with samples from products I've given them and they told me that their face is never responded so well it's the light still doesn't come on sometimes i'm like yeah Mm. if it doesn't come on then maybe you're not the right match or you gotta keep like you gotta just you have to you gotta find different angles yeah i feel like i don't talk to everybody the same nor should i because everyone's unique Mm -hmm. you know every single one of my clients i have like different conversations with and i talk to them in a different way because well, they're people and you have relationships with them. Yeah, but again, that's like a skill and that's really only a skill that like you get from practice. Yes, you Just have like, to practice. I don't talk to you the same as I talk to like Brandon or right. mom or, right. you know. Whoever, yeah. So I think you have to treat each person like 
the individual to help them get their where they want to go. The results, yeah. Yeah. It's like when dad doesn't listen and I have to give him to do 20 different angles. So many analogies. <laughs> How many analogies can you come up with? You just, you just got to hit him with the different angles till they get yeah. one. And sometimes it takes, like, it's funny, Ned and I were having a conversation about this. Sometimes you have to hear this. This is kind of a tangent. Yeah. But sometimes you have to hear the same thing from different people. Like. Lots of times. Lots of times. Yeah. Like, there's been times I come home from work. I'm like. Babe, guess what Casey told me today? And the light clicked. He's like, honey, I've told you that every day for a year. I'm like, well, I didn't need to hear I it from know, you. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> Same thing with Brandy. He's like, it's like, oh. And I'm like, I've been telling you that every day for five years. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but I heard it on Grey's Anatomy. And now I understand. Yeah. If Meredith Grey said it. Right. I'm glad you figured it out. But yeah, sometimes it needs to come from a different person. I think lots of times as estheticians, we're actually the right person because we're like one person removed. We're not Mm. your BFF. I mean, we might be your BFF, but like, we're not like your mom or your sister or your dad. You You are my sister, so Uh, it's very complicated. But you know what I mean? Like a normal person, a normal person, (laughs) right? Like, I feel like my clients, like I can tell them stuff that like, if their friend told them, they might not listen. But they're going to listen to me. Yeah, because there's a layer of... Well, you're professional. Well, and it's it's very intimate, which we've talked about before. Right. It's intimate, but, like, you know, they're not going to call me. We're not... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you guys understand. You are a aesthetics professional, and they are getting their skincare (laughs) advice from you. Like, we're not going to go be partying on the weekends together. So there's, like, a layer of, like something safety of (laughs) space i don't know there's some type of layer there is some type of layer we'll do one more one more okay so i was getting i got getting well this is kind of a two-parter some of you guys were bitching that your clients show up 20 minutes early and some of you were bitching that your clients show up 20 minutes late neither is really that acceptable but as far as the 20 minutes early that's on your client that has nothing to do with you i'm like why, why are you that getting bother you i don't know why it bothers them i have follow-up questions i know i feel like it's because your head is in the wrong space i feel like don't be mad at them if they want to come in early unless they're expecting you to take them early that's a problem yeah because they want to just come Read a magazine. Well, it's like ring. It's like Heather like used to come in yeah. back in the day and she'd like Yeah, exactly. She'd come in after Always work. apologize for being early. No. She would apologize for oh, being she would? early. No, yeah. I, oh yeah. But I'd say, No, no, you're fine. It's like I want you to come she'd come and like bring her book and she'd read her book and she'd wash her face and she'd have like a bubbly and like have a little like spa moment like after her like she wanted to decompress after work so that i think is totally fine and just because someone shows up early does not mean you have to take them if you're available and it works in your schedule great but if you're shoving a sandwich in your mouth and you need to excuse yourself keep shoving or maybe like take a longer lunch break you know but believe me, I've yeah, shoved a lot of food in my rushed. mouth. Don't feel rushed. Just don't feel rushed. Just because they're there early. And I think then that's your responsibility on how you're feeling. And it's your responsibility to communicate to your client. Hey, Susan, you're 20 minutes early. I'm just finishing up my break. I'll be back in like 15 minutes and, you know, help yourself to a bubbly in the bathroom. I think it's kind of a compliment, too. Like, they sure. want to be in your space. Like, they could sit in their car. Yeah. They could run an errand. They could be eating their lunch 20 minutes late in their car. So right. it's like, you can't. I just feel like there's, like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, yeah. I think just, again, having, like, a po- if you can just have a positive twist 
to every aspect mm-hmm. of your business and your life, it's not only going to benefit your business and your clients, but it'll benefit like your mindset as yeah. well. Yeah. It's good all around. Yeah. Is that making I, sense? Am I, I think making so. sense? You make sense to me. Okay. Uh, because you speak my language. So thank God. I think you guys do too. Yes, we do. But if they are 20 minutes late, then you go, hey, unfortunately, like you have the choice. It depends to, on the service. It depends on the service. And it depends on if you decide you want to cut their service short mm-hmm. or if you don't want to see them at all. Right. But you pick a boundary and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Don't go. Don't rush yourself and then try and squeeze everything in and then be pissed off at them and then run late and then your next client is waiting for you in the lobby. You can't compromise yourself or your next clients. So just think about that when you're making these boundaries. Like maybe you have to say, okay, if a client is ever more than 10 minutes late, I'm turning them away. Right. If that helps you to set a hard boundary with a time frame or whatever, then do that. I know. But then someone's go, but I feel bad. Well, then you have to get over that yourself. I'm serious. I can't help you if you feel bad, unfortunately. No, I mean, and it's, it's, believe me, it's hard. Believe me, it's hard. I do not like to piss people off. I do not like to disappoint people. But at the end of the day, like, those people don't have to go home with me. Nope. You have to go home with you. Yeah. And I want to go home the happy Casey that mm-hmm. I came in here in the morning. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. I want to go home, maybe a little tired, but also still happy that I did good work. I stuck to my boundaries. I took care of myself first so I could take care of my clients. That sounds And good. then go home and take care of my family. Because I'm sure many of you have families or dogs or cats or lizards. I don't know. Ooh, a lizard. <laughs> I love lizards. So, <laughs> I love lizards, too. Like, especially when... Uh, their tails come off. I you know. love that? No, I don't. What is wrong it's with gross. you? You're saying something weird. You're just being silly. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Now that we went on a full <laughs> ramble tangent of client pet peeves and some hopefully easy, tangible ways yeah. to first off, change your mindset. Mm-hmm. And second off, create some boundaries. Mm-hmm. And third... Well, I don't know. The third thing is don't don't use it all and go home like depleted. Yeah. So mindset, mm-hmm. boundaries. You guys know the third one. It's what I literally just mindset boundaries. Well, I want to say like mental health. I want to say, but that's like a whole it's other like thing. Personal well being. Yeah, all, it's all the same. It is. Yeah, it is. And they all tie into each other. They do. But which you have to practice, 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 and just because. You made a mistake and maybe you let someone step over your boundaries today doesn't mean you can, you know, you have the opportunity to keep those boundaries tomorrow. Yeah. You know, start fresh. Yeah. And don't beat yourself up if someone does walk all over you and go, okay, this is a learning lesson. Yes. Right. Don't like, don't let yourself be defeated. I love that. Keep going. Yeah. Endure. Yeah. Other really side note, I think Mm -hmm. I want to, well, I think this kind of like ties into, I I think we should do a whole episode kind of like on esthetician, like mental health. Mm. Again, after talking with Olga the other day, I was just really inspired because she just put it all out there. Like enough with like the memes and the fucking (laughs) cutting and pasting and these fake ass bitches. Like I'm so over it. I know. So I don't pay attention to anything that doesn't feel good to me. Mm-hmm. But I know for a lot of us, it can be hard, right? You're like, well, I'm following them. I don't want to unfollow or whatever. 
but just unfollow or mute or whatever. Like if anyone's ever making you feel bad, whether they're in the aesthetics community or not. Yeah. But I'd like to do some esthetician mental health tips and tricks. Sure. That sounds great. I feel like I've gone through my own battles over the year and I'm finally feeling like I'm in like a really good place. So Mm -hmm. I'd like to share what's worked for me. Maybe it does, doesn't work for you. Maybe it does. But again, I want this to be a positive and safe space for everybody. Not even just estheticians, just for anybody. Yeah. You know, if you're a business owner, if you're a beauty lover, I don't care who you are. I want this to be a safe space. Exactly. So on that note. Even if you're a Karen, you're invited here. Even Karen's invited. Just be nice because if not, I'm going to close the door on you. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah. And don't be mean to me or Travis because then she's really going to come for you. Don't be mean to Travis, guys. He's so sweet. Travis is the best. Travis is our new customer service guy. If you've been emailing customer service, you've been talking to Travis. He's a doll. (laughs) <laughs> literally he's a doll he's so sweet he's so sweet he's been so helpful so yeah and you know just bear with us again as we're like we're having some major growing pains as far as like when we transferred the new website mm-hmm. and the membership and the subscription so we apologize for any inconveniences but just click around we're doing everything that we can we are literally building out an entire team because Haley and i just can't do it anymore yeah. which is i'm so grateful that we have the opportunity same so Travis is your man when it comes mm-hmm. to customer service. Yeah. Haley and I are still here, but you know, if you want to hear this podcast, we also can't be in customer service and shipping and doing all these things. Nope. So we got the warehouse, we got Travis, we got some other people. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Love you guys. And bye.